Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. Hello and welcome to episode two of Life as an Observer podcast. I'm your host Ryan Bean and today we're going to dive into why is meditation so hard. John Wellwood said that meditation provides a way of learning how to let go as we sit the self we've been trying to construct to make into a nice neat package continues to unravel. Very interesting that it is the barriers that we build up each day or each year or each month that we're trying to deconstruct through meditation. So why is meditation so hard? Well, the truth is it's really not that hard. It's actually quite simple, but it is a not easy process to unravel that package. There's a lot of mysticism surrounding what meditation really is. And I think a lot of that has to do with the stories of the Buddha meditating and going into enlightenment and all these mystics who had yogi superpowers and, and such that allowed them to tell these tales of things they were able to do. Now, here we are in a Western world or wherever you find yourself and saying, hey, that's another time. It's another place. I have way too much going on in my mind. Is this really worth me putting effort into? And the, the simple answer is yes, of course it is. Meditation is the way to knock down the barriers that you've spent your entire life building or unraveling that nice, neat package. It is one of the only ways, really. So really, what is meditation? Well, that's kind of a hard thing to answer because there's so many different styles of meditation and there's so many paths to this unfolding. In the Yoga Sutras, they, they talk about it in a couple different ways. There's something called dhyana, which is concentration. And it's not quite the same as meditation. That concentration is maybe uh, where we look into a flame of a candle, where you can listen to a sound. Um, there's lots of ways that we, that we use dhyana. And it is really kind of a preparatory practice to being present for dharana, which... Uh, Dharana doesn't really have a translation, but the closest thing we can think of is meditation. So we get in through concentration where we can actually focus the mind through dhyana on something. So practicing that, just practicing listening to the sound of a bell or practice looking at a candle or a flame of sorts. This is step one. Now, step two is getting into meditations, whether they be guided or unguided meditations. We all have our preferences, and there are literally hundreds of options for you, whether it be a sound bath, a Vipassana meditation, a chakra meditation, a transcendental meditation, yoga nidra, gratitude, guided, unguided, visualization, uh, body scan. Uh, I know I'm missing a few. There's so many types of meditations. And it's because we all have preferences, right? We all have ways that are going to get us to the end result. 
faster or with ease or one that suits our personality. So once we've kind of done these, what is the end goal? Why would we even want to do meditation? What is the purpose? Well, again, we refer back to the Yoga Sutras and they say that the next step after dharana and dhyana is samadhi. And samadhi doesn't have a translation either. It's uh, really can't even be conveyed. It's removing what is known in Sanskrit as maya or the illusion of this duality that we live in. It is not about attaining or adding or it's just learning to die before we actually die. It is taking something that is beyond pain but still existing but not suffering. It's still existing in the way of pain, but not suffering. And it doesn't really have a translation. So why do we do meditation? And why is it so hard? Let's come back to that. Well, we do meditation because as you practice, you learn that there is a physical and a non-physical being that lives within you. And that non-physical being is not your mind. See, your mind will tell you stories and it will tell you narratives and it will begin to do its job really just to keep you safe. It'll tell you things and remind you of things. But that voice is not your voice. You are the observer of that voice. So when we go into meditation, we begin to hear that voice. And meditation is the training that takes us beyond that voice. It takes us to the place where we say, ah, I hear you. I love you. Thank you. That is not my voice. And we're going beyond that to the space and the spaciouslessness. The space where there is nothing and where there is everything. We move beyond that. Uh, Krishnamurti said that it is a choiceless awareness is what meditation is. Choiceless awareness. So we practice all these different methods to not only move beyond our mind's voice, but we use this as training to calm the nervous system, to go deep within ourselves of exploration, maybe in areas where we have um, events that have happened within our body, that have happened within our lives, and to process those so that we can clear our karmic path. Because, see, without that, uh, that, without that choiceless awareness, we simply remain unaware, unawake, and away from samadhi or self-realization and that's really kind of the goal and that's why we end up getting to this place where we say meditation is hard because we think of it as self-realization the reason why we meditate is to be self-realized and enlightened well sure that is a, a possibility but it's not the only reason why we do meditation and here's the kicker Self-realization and enlightenment is not only reserved for the mystics of the East. Anyone, including you, 
can find self-realization. Self-realization is in that place past your voice, that is your mind, and into that space, which is where, as Ramdas called it, where it is calm, where you can hear more. So we have to go beyond so that we can hear more. This takes practice, friends. This is not something that you just do once and say, oh, you know, I've got that now, and now I can go on to enlightenment. Well, that's not how it works. It, it takes time, it takes practice, and it takes effort. So the truth is, it is not easy, but it is a very simple path. Today I want to practice with you one of the simplest forms of meditation that you can do at any time, and really under any conditions, and maybe in any place, any location. This is a simple body scan meditation I'd like to take us through. So as you arrive into your meditation, I want you just to find a spot where you can sit or lay down. It doesn't matter if you have your head propped or your feet propped. I just want you to be where you're comfortable, where you don't need to make any adjustments. Now, arriving here, I don't want you to force the breath or figure out some sort of specific pranayama. You may find that you're clearing. Maybe you take a giant breath in and release just because it feels nice. But don't force that for the whole entirety of the meditation. Just see if you can observe the quality of the breath. Just breathing in. You may feel it tickling at the nostrils. And as you exhale, just letting it all go. As you begin to move into this space, you may begin to find that you're fidgeting in the hands and feet. And that's okay. Let's use that and even the noises that are around you as a way to go deeper into your meditation. Maybe you squeeze your hands as you hear a noise or you breathe as you hear something. And as you exhale, you let it all go. You just release the hands. You release the thought of needing to control that. Starting at the lowest point of your body, just pick uh, the left toe to start with. and Just bring awareness there, your left toes, and just kind of scanning through them, maybe squeezing them letting them go. Letting your awareness maybe rise now to your right kneecap. And releasing that awareness. And you may now begin to focus on areas like your fingers on your left hand. Remember to let it go as you pass by there, almost as though you were watching it like a wave coming and hitting the shore, and then it just rolls that way. So your awareness comes and goes, comes and goes. Bringing your awareness maybe now to your right shoulder. You can observe that sensation there, the feeling on your skin, the temperature, and then letting it go. See if you can now, bring your awareness to the spaces in your face, so your cheeks, just relaxing the cheeks, maybe the space right behind your eyes. What would that feel like if you could just relax 
the space behind your eyes. Now as we move deeper, maybe beginning to relax the space behind your heart. Draw awareness there and then just let it go. Bringing awareness, maybe to the spaces around you, as though you were drawing a cocoon around the body and feeling the energy and just feeling the space that's beyond your knees, maybe the space that's beyond your feet. And can you now draw your awareness to the space that's right between your temples? spending a few moments here, maybe, maybe just focusing on how you are relaxing the eyes, but drawing your awareness centrally down the middle of the brain hemisphere, letting the body relax, the hands relax. moving past the illusion of self here, the maya, the conditioning, the beliefs, the I identifying with a persona and just saying I'm here observing, observing this person, this, maybe this human spacesuit that I wear and there is something beyond, something within. Today I'm not wearing the role of what I am at work or the role of what I am at home. And even as you say these words, you may start to start a story about what those roles are. I want you just to, to come back to viewing the space right between the temples. Each time you want to go into a story or a narrative, or starting to really subscribe to that illusion, come back. Just come back to viewing, watching. There is a story that Plato told about prisoners who were kept inside of a cave their entire existence. And the only entertainment that they saw was shadow people, shadow puppets, and visions on a wall. They believed that to be their entire world, that their world was these shadow people. that there was nothing beyond what they knew in that cave. Humanity today is a lot like those prisoners, there, that there is a world beyond our dualistic mind. 
where it's not just I am this role and I am that and you are this, but moving towards a central force where we are, where we are joined by where we are one. We are joined in this space where we are all just love. Without the roles, without the stresses, without the anxieties, we can, in these moments, as we relax the voice of the mind, move past the voice of the mind, and move into where there is nothing but love. As we're in this space, know that the end goal of samadhi is not about attaining or adding or gaining anything. If anything, it's about removing and losing. Losing the identity that we have created our whole lives, this barrier that we have put up. And it's about coming out the other side whole, but really, just about being here, now, presently, watching, observing, waiting, and content and happy within it all. So here we sit the self we've been trying to construct and make into a nice, neat little package, unraveling it all to get past the illusion of self, the Maya. Now slowly you can begin to walk away from this short meditation, maybe you stay here if you'd like. Or maybe you begin to open the eyes and stretch out if you need. There are so many meditations that we can use to take us deeper and past this maya, this illusion. It takes practice, friends. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. It is not something that you're going to obtain. But there are many teachers out there that can help with techniques. There are many opportunities to practice on apps and so forth. There are many meditation apps. Um, you can message me if you have questions about any of them. Um, I, I put my meditations on an app called Insight Timer. It's a really great space for that. Um, there's live sessions on there, um, along with my recorded sessions and breathwork sessions on Insight Timer. So there's a lot of places and resources, some stuff on YouTube, um, lots of lots of places. 
really the key, if you were to walk away from why is meditation hard, my answer is because we do not practice. And when we do not practice and then we finally get to a time where we want to practice, we have an expectation of the end result, which is surrounded by mysticism and false information. Really, meditation is about letting go of expectations. It's about moving beyond the mysticism and just simply finding what feels good to go deeper within ourselves in that space that maybe we don't get into as often as we should. Using whatever techniques work best for you. I'm not here to tell you that uh, you know, transcendental meditation is gonna be the best for you. Maybe you simply just need to listen to frequencies and binaural beats, or maybe it's spending time doing yoga nidra. Maybe it's breath work that leads into a meditation, and it's all about experiencing and deciding and from there going deeper. If you have questions about meditation or you'd like to, to see more about meditation on this channel, I'm happy to, to, to kind of go deeper into some of the even some of the niche or uh, types of meditation. We can do some more of those. Um, guiding breath work is something that I love doing. So we look for those here on Life of, as an Observer podcast. Thank you for joining today. If you would like to write me here, you're more than welcome. Uh, best way to reach me is on social media at Ryan Bean Yoga or um, on the meditation apps, like I said, is Ryan Bean. So thanks for joining today. Hopefully you found something wonderful and just a peace of calm and move past meditation being hard and it being easy. As we begin today's practice today, we started with a quote. I want to end with that today. Meditation provides a way of learning how to let go. As we sit, the self we've been trying to construct and making into a nice, neat package continues to unravel. Good luck on your path of unraveling that package, friends, and I'll see you next week.